When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance channel. Today I'll be sharing my top 15 high growth dividend stock ideas for the month of July. The goal of this list is to find investing ideas focused on high dividend growth and an above average total return in the future. Many of the stocks presented on this watch list will have low starting dividend yields and won't offer high cash flow right away. But if you are younger or you don't need the cash flow for the next 5-10 to 10 years, it may be worth adding a high dividend growth stock to your portfolio. I've been sharing this watch list since September of 2020, which gives it nearly a two-year track record. It has performed well thus far, and I'll tell you about the long-term performance results as well as the buy-and-hold portfolios right after I talk about the chosen stocks for July. The stocks are presented in order of most appealing, as a combination of business quality and current valuation. This means I am not necessarily looking for the cheapest stocks, nor the highest quality businesses, but instead for companies that present the best combination of those two factors. There's no guarantee this stock selection process will work in the future, so this information is just for entertainment purposes only, and you should always do your own due diligence before making any investing decision. Okay, let me run down the list here, and then I'll dig in a little and give you a bit more color on the selected companies. This month, the high-growth dividend stocks are SSNC Technologies, Lowe's, Cigna, Tractor Supply, T. Rowe Price Group, Domino's Pizza, Best Buy, Morgan Stanley, Advanced Auto Parts, Home Depot, FMC Corporation, Intercontinental Exchange, Ball Corporation, MasterCard, and Skyworks Solutions. Collectively, these 15 stocks offered a dividend yield of 2.35% as of June 30th. The best dividend yield is offered by Best Buy at 5.24%. Cigna has the best 5-year dividend growth rate at 151.19%. And best of all, dividend yield theory tells us that all 15 stocks are potentially undervalued right now. Okay, let's dig into the list a little bit more. First up, we have SSNC Technologies, that looks about 50% undervalued right now. The starting dividend yield is at a little low, at 1.36%. But the company has a very low payout ratio of 23%, and a great history of dividend growth, averaging 22% per year during the last 5 years. Revenue has grown very quickly over the last 5 years at nearly 28%, and earnings at an even higher 36%. My 5-year return assumption for the stock is about 20% per year. This is the combination of the current dividend yield, a return to fair value based on dividend yield theory, and a discounted earnings forecast for the company. This is just an estimate, and the latter two factors have to line up for it to pan out. I personally don't select the stocks with the highest return assumptions. Instead, I limit my shortlist to only the stocks that are forecasted to return at least 12% per year over the next 5 years. For me, a 12% annual return would be sufficient. If a given stock exceeds this target, that's great. If we take a look at the long-term dividend yield history for SSNC, we can see that today's dividend yield is near all-time highs. The previous all-time high was a dividend yield of 1.31% in March of 2020. This year, the dividend yield peaked at 1.38%, and it still sits very close to this all-time high today. There's no way to predict how the second half of this year will pan out. We may very well see SSNC's dividend yield climb even higher, maybe even to 1.5%. But I think the stock is attractive at its current valuation, and therefore I am personally adding to this position in my portfolio on a weekly basis. The second stock on the list this month is Lowe's with a 2.39% dividend yield. By the way, all of this data is as of June 30th, so it may differ slightly from today's data. Lowe's looks to be about 36% undervalued as compared to its trailing dividend yield of 1.53%. The payout ratio is nice and low at 26%. 
Dividend growth has been excellent, averaging 17% per year during the last five years. Revenue growth has been modest at just 8% per year, but earnings have been excellent, growing at 28% per year. My return assumption for Lowe's is 22% per year over the next five years. This is a long-term return assumption, meaning that I don't expect the stock to return an even 22% each year for the next five years. But if you hold the position for a five-year period of time, the total five-year return would be equivalent to 22% each year. Again, this return forecast is just an assumption, and it's unlikely to be very accurate. About a month ago, Lowe's dropped a huge dividend hike announcement, raising its dividend yield by 31.3%. This monster increase followed a 33.3% increase from last year, which means the dividend rate for the company nearly doubled during the last two years. I don't think such high dividend growth is sustainable for the company, but I do expect that Lowe's will keep growing its dividend at a very fast rate compared to the overall market. The third stock this month is Cigna, with a decent 1.68% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory tells us the stock is about 79% undervalued. However, this is misleading due to the super-fast dividend growth rate of 151% during the past 5 years. Dividend yield theory as a valuation method is ideal for stable companies with consistent dividend growth. I wouldn't exactly call 151% dividend growth rate consistent, and I would expect this rate to cool off in the coming years. Even with this fast dividend growth rate, the company still has a very low payout ratio of 25%, implying more dividend growth is sustainable in the near future. My return assumption for Cigna is about 37%. However, this forecast is again overstated because the valuation is overstated. If we take a look at Cigna's dividend history, we can see the company paid a cool dividend of just $0.04 per year for a while and then decided to bump it up to $4 per year. This 9,900% dividend bump was great news for long-term shareholders. More recently, the dividend rate was increased again to $1.12 per quarter, or $4.48 per year. This was a more modest 12% dividend increase announced in February of this year. Given the short history of dividend growth, there's much uncertainty where Cygnus dividend could go in the future. But I initiated a position in my personal portfolio. It's not a large position, but I'm willing to go along for the ride. In fourth place, we have Tractor Supply with a 1.88% dividend yield. The stock looks to be about 34% undervalued right now. It has a low payout ratio of 28% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of about 18%. Revenue growth has been good at 13% per year, with earnings growing faster at 21% per year. My return assumption for Tractor Supply is 21% per year over the next 5 years. In January of this year, Tractor Supply announced some great news, a dividend increase of 76.9% with the dividend rate increasing from $0.52 to $0.92 each quarter. This was one of the highest dividend increases I have ever seen for a stock that I owned at the time, and it was very pleasant to see my future dividend income increase sizably. In terms of dividend yield, the current yield of 1.88% is not an all-time high for the company, but it is one of the better yields it has offered during the past decade. The best dividend yield for tractor supply was 2.08% during the 2020 pandemic crash. Prior to that, the yield nearly hit 2% back in 2017, peaking out at 1.98%. While today's yield isn't the best, I think it's still a very good starting yield for the stock. In 5th place, we have T. Rowe Price Group with a very nice 4.16% dividend yield. The stock looks to be about 42% undervalued right now, based on its trailing dividend yield of just 2.46%. The payout ratio is a nice and low 36%, and the 5-year dividend growth rate has been strong at nearly 15%. My return assumption for T. Rowe is about 24% with a sizable portion coming from the potential return to fair valuation. The dividend yield chart on Seeking Alpha for Tiro was a little goofy, so I pulled one from Ycharts instead. I was only able to look at the last 5 years, but we can clearly see that today's dividend yield is the highest it's been for the company. Even during the 2020 pandemic crash, the dividend yield only spiked to about 3.3%. The primary driver of the higher dividend yield has been the declining share price of the stock this year. Matter of fact, just 6 months ago, Tiro was trading for a dividend yield of just 2.3%, 
and today it's nearly twice as high. I've been adding to my position for a while now, and Tiro is actually my largest holding right now. I will likely continue to add new money to this position if the stock remains at this level or continues to decline. In 6th place this month we have Domino's Pizza with a low 1.13% dividend yield. However, even this low dividend yield appears to be a bargain, as dividend yield theory tells us the stock is about 25% undervalued right now. In exchange for a low starting dividend yield, Domino's is rewarding shareholders with a strong dividend growth rate, averaging nearly 20% per year during the last 5 years. My return assumption for the stock is about 14%. I know this is much lower than the prior 5 stocks we just looked at, but it's still above my 12% target, and therefore I have been adding to my position recently. If we take a closer look at the annual dividend growth for the company, we can see that during the past 8 years, the dividend rate increased at more than 20% 6 times. The remaining 2 increases were also very good, at 19.5% in 2018, and just north of 18% in 2019. While I don't personally love their pizza, I do love the consistent growth the company has been able to achieve. In 7th place this month we have Best Buy, with a monster 5.24% dividend yield, for a dividend growth stock. The stock appears to be about 56% undervalued right now, with a trailing dividend yield of just 2.34%. The payout ratio is a nice and low 33%, and the company has grown its dividend at nearly 20% per year during the last 5 years. Revenue growth has been modest at just 5.61% per year, but earnings have grown very quickly at 21% per year. My return assumption for the next 5 years is about 25% per year. Surprisingly, the 5% dividend yield for the stock today is not an all-time high during the last decade. The company did have a few rough periods with Amazon pushing a lot of brick and mortar stores to the brink of extinction. However, the sound leadership team at Best Buy has found a way to not only survive but thrive in the new online marketplace. Historically, you could have picked up shares of the stock with a dividend yield of 5.6% in 2016 and 7.26% in 2013. Those days are long gone, and since 2016 the dividend yield only crossed above 4% on two occasions. The first was during the 2020 pandemic crash when the yield peaked at 4.04%. And the second is today. In 8th place this month, we have Morgan Stanley with a good 3.58% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 39% undervalued right now. The company has a very strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 24.57% and a low payout ratio of just 31%. My return assumption is a modest 16% per year over the next 5 years. Morgan Stanley's dividend yield today is attractive, but it's still pretty far away from the bargain yield of 4.85% the stock offered in 2020. Looking back over the last decade, the dividend yield for Morgan Stanley crossed above 3% during only 3 years, 2019, 2020, and 2022. In 9th place we have Advanced Auto Parts with a 3.4% dividend yield. This is another case of overstated undervaluation due to rapid dividend growth. The company has a 5-year dividend growth rate of 68.4% that has seen its dividend yield climb significantly above its 5-year trailing average of just 0.52%. Revenue growth has been rather low at sub-3%, with earnings growing much faster just north of 9%. My return assumption of 46% is overstated due to the overstated potential undervaluation. Much like Cigna, Advanced Auto Parts paid a flat dividend of $0.24 per year since 2006. In 2020, the company decided to bump its dividend rate by 212% to $0.75 per year. In 2021, the dividend was raised again, this time by 333% to $3.25 per year. In February of this year, the dividend rate was bumped once more, by 50%, to $1.50 per quarter. At this rate, the company will pay out a $6 dividend this year to all shareholders. This will be another almost 100% annual dividend increase. While it's nice to see such high dividend increases, they are not sustainable for longer periods of time. Given the low payout ratio for the company, I think we can see a few more nice dividend increases in the coming years, but probably much smaller than those during the past few years. In 10th place we have Home Depot with a nice 2.78% dividend yield. 
The stock appears to be about 25% undervalued right now. It has an excellent dividend growth history, averaging growth of 19% during the past 5 years. Revenue has grown nicely at nearly 10% per year with earnings growing twice as fast at 19% per year. My return assumption for Home Depot is a solid 19% per year. The dividend yield today is the second best offered by the company. The only better dividend yield came in 2020 during the pandemic low, with the yield peaking at 3.67%. In 2021, the yield was pushed to its 10-year all-time low, bottoming out at 1.57%. Today, you can initiate a position for an extra 1% dividend yield. To me, the stock looks pretty attractive, and it's one of my favorite long-term dividend holdings. In 11th place, we have FMC Corporation with a 1.96% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 35% undervalued right now. The company has a very strong dividend growth rate of nearly 24% during the past 5 years, and one that should continue to remain very high given the low payout ratio of about 31%. My return assumption for the stock is about 17% per year. The dividend yield for MFC peaked at 2.74% in 2020. Around September and October of last year, you could have picked up shares for a starting dividend yield above 2% once more. This year, the yield peaked at an even 2% recently, and you can still pick up shares near this level today. In 12th place, we have Intercontinental Exchange with a 1.58% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 27% undervalued right now. It has a very good streak of dividend growth, averaging almost 21% per year during the last 5 years, and a very low payout ratio of just 19%. My return assumption is a modest 13.5%, that is on the lower end for this watchlist, however still sufficiently higher than my 12% target. The current dividend yield for Intercontinental Exchange is pretty close to an all-time high for the stock. In 2020, the dividend yield peaked at 1.68%, and it is very close to this level today. In fact, 2020 and 2022 are the only two years where investors were able to pick up shares of the stock for a dividend yield above 1.4%. In 13th place, we have Ball Corporation with a 1.17% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 30% undervalued right now. Dividend growth has been excellent for the company, as it averaged nearly 22% annual growth during the past 5 years. The payout ratio of 22% is nice and low, and provides plenty of room for future dividend growth. My return assumption for the stock is about 17% per year over the next 5 years. Ball Corporation set its all-time high dividend yield record this year, peaking at 1.26%. Today the yield is relatively close to this all-time high level, and to me the stock looks attractive. In 14th place we have MasterCard, with a very low dividend yield of just 0.61%. They are the only sub-1% dividend yield stock chosen this month. Dividend yield theory tells us the stock looks about 19% undervalued right now. Dividend growth has been excellent during the past 5 years, averaging a growth rate of 18.29%. My return assumption for MasterCard is a nice 22% per year. MasterCard has never been a strong dividend yield stock. Even though the company has a very rewarding dividend growth policy, the share price has climbed just as quickly in recent history. I doubt that we will see a more attractive dividend yield from this stock in the near future. For me, the stock is more of a total return play, with some passive dividend income on the side. The best dividend yield you could have picked up shares of MasterCard for was 0.84% back in 2016. And the final and 15th stock this month is Skyworks Solutions with a 2.39% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 41% undervalued compared to its trailing dividend yield of 1.43%. Dividend growth has been pretty good, averaging about 14% per year during the last 5 years. I am forecasting a return of about 21% per year for the stock over the next 5 years. Skyworks dividend yield today is very close to its all-time high. In 2020, the dividend yield peaked at 2.5%, and earlier this year the yield once again touched this threshold. Looking at the long-term dividend yield chart, There have only been a handful of opportunities during the past decade to pick up Skyworks for a dividend yield above 2%. Today is one of those times. I am a big fan of this stock, and it's one that I have much confidence in. 
I own all of the stocks on this month's watches with the exception of FMC Corporation, and I have added more money into many of these names as recently as this week. Let me now quickly talk about June performance, and then I'll jump right into the buy and hold portfolios. The 15 chosen stocks for June lost a collective 6.45% last month. This was 22 basis points worse than VIG that lost only 6.23%, but the watches did outperform SPY by nearly 2%. In 2022, the watchlist is down 15.43% during the first 6 months. This is better than SPY that is down 19.98%, and better than VIG that is down 15.69%. Since inception, the watchlist is averaging an annualized return of 10.46%, that is better than VIG at 7.32%, and SPY at 5.88%. If we take a quick look at the individual returns of the 15 chosen stocks for June, there were two that finished the month with positive returns. Domino's Pizza gained 7.62% last month, and Tractor Supply picked up 3.46%. The worst performing pick was Skyworks Solutions that lost 14.91%. FMC Corporation, Lowe's and MasterCard also posted double-digit losses, with the remaining selections finishing somewhere in between. These are all just short-term returns, and don't carry much weight in the grand scheme of things, as my favorite holding period is forever. So let's take a look at a more long-term strategy built upon this watchlist. The 2021 buy and hold portfolio that was started in January of 2021 and invests an equal amount of money each month into all 15 chosen stocks and holds these position forever lost 6.23% in June. The cumulative return since January of 2021 for this portfolio is 7.17% compared to 4.33% for VIG and 3.03% for SPY. So the portfolio is generating alpha over both benchmarks right now. It's not a ton of alpha, but it's only been about two years. You may also notice that the current annualized return of 4.73% is well below my 12% target. And this is mainly due to the market crash we find ourselves in today. My target return is a long-term target, and I fully expect periods of short-term underperformance to test the watches in the future as it's being tested today. To give you a few more statistics on this portfolio, it currently is made up of 51 unique holdings. United Healthcare is the largest position, making up 5.78% of the total portfolio. The best performing pick has been Northrop Grumman that has a gain of over 50%, and the worst performing pick has been Market Access Holdings that is down nearly 46%. The 2022 buy and hold portfolio operates on the same principles as the 2021 portfolio, but has a much shorter track record. The portfolio lost 6.94% in June and is down nearly 20% this year. It's doing a little better than SPY, but trailing VIG by a pretty wide margin. Given the short 6-month track record, I'll hold off on passing judgment until we see a little market recovery under our belts. The 2022 portfolio has 32 unique holdings, with tractor supply being the biggest position at 5.92%. The best performing pick has been Activision Blizzard with a gain of 17.72%. The worst performing pick has been Nvidia with a loss of 48%. Since we are on the topic of statistics, let me give you a few statistics on all of the past high-growth dividend watch lists. In total, 63 unique dividend stocks have been presented on the watchlist. Of those 63 stocks, 36 have a positive total return since first appearing on the watchlist. There have been no stocks that have appeared on all 22 watchlists thus far. The highest number of appearances has been 19 times by 4 different stocks. Here are the 7 best performing stocks since joining the watchlist. We have Automatic Data Processing with a gain of 57%, United Healthcare with a gain of also 57%, Northrop Grumman with a gain of 43%, Tractor Supply with a gain of 39%, Progressive with a gain of 36%, Costco with a gain of 30%, and US Bank with a gain of 25%. On the other end, here are the 7 worst performing watches stocks since joining. The worst stock has been Market Access Holdings with a loss of 52%, Paramount with a loss of 43%, Skyworks Solutions with a loss of 39%, Starbucks with a loss of 33%, 
Lithia Motors with a loss of 29%, Ball Corporation with a loss of 28%, and Goldman Sachs with a loss of 19%. As you can see, three of the biggest losers are part of the selections for July, and I'm excited to see that they still present good investment opportunities. For me, the best time to buy a stock is after it's been beaten up and gone out of favor. If the company remains profitable and is poised for a bright future, I don't mind buying on the downside and waiting for the stock to recover. I hope you enjoyed the content. If you did, please give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for watching and see you next time.